0: Of shame. It's the hottest podcast in America. That's right,
1: heard all over the world.
0: Heard every, even beyond the world. Yep, you right. can hear this on the moon if you got the right equipment.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, Bill Smith, thank you. Hello, Bill. Ben Kitchen, hi. Hello, Ben. Hi. I'm Mike Adams. At least that's what I say yeah. in my and my, my business cards. Yeah. And we have 15 minutes of shame, and we, we, we honestly we always run out of time because you can shame anything for at least 20 minutes. 30 minutes, 40. minutes. We just we do 15 because that's uh fits into the compartmentalized uh situation that we wanted to fit.
1: Right at 15 minutes, people are saying, "Jesus. That's it. i have had enough that's of exactly this." Right. Would and you like the ends.
2: uh latest five-star review of the 15 minutes of shame? Yeah. Go ahead. Right. Any review would be fine. Yeah. It says uh it's funny. Oh. Huh?
0: Good good. Well, you know, funny. Two so two word uh critiques are fine. It's funny. Yeah. Sure. Okay. And to this you know, two words usually gets it done for you. You could say, "Not bad," uh, yeah. oh, "That's good." Or, I'm out of here. Oh, that's three. That's. <laughs> uh, let me just pitch about baseball for a second because I love baseball. I always have. Go ahead.
1: I'm starting to not love it.
0: It's not. Now, hold on. This has been
1: this has been building for you a know, while. It has. Yeah.
0: It has been building, and it's not that. Uh, it's not still a great sport. That's it's America's pastime, exactly right? And yeah. ninety feet is the distance it always should be between bases. 60 feet, 6 inches, I'm into that, the tradition of all of that. Because baseball is a traditionalist sport. Yep. And it's a numerically based sport where everybody's judged by the numbers they put up based on the situation. Mm. You know, in, in life, if you, if you struck out uh, four out of five times with women, you'd say, oh, well, whatever. The, Loser. But if, if, <laughs> in baseball... The best hitters are only successful one out of three times. That's it. Only one out of three. In baseball, a three game series, if you win the first and the last game uh, of, a, uh, of a of a of a three game series, two out of three, you're gonna win the championship. Hmm. If you you know, if the worst teams in baseball win one out of three games, and the best teams in baseball win two out of three games. It's a very tight little margin. And the difference is the statistics of the individual players. Now, what do we got? We got a situation where they're trying to distort the statistics. They're trying to say, "Well, uh, we're going to have you got to face three batters, and you know we'll put him in on second in an extra inning game, so he can score the winning run and get the game over earlier." Why are they doing this? Because they're trying to speed it up. Because they're losing the interest of the uh, attention deficit disorder generation, mm-hmm. of which I'm part. And I'm, but at least you got to concentrate for two and, a half, two and a half hours to watch a baseball game minimum. Yeah. Now, but when it becomes three and a half hours, nobody can concentrate for three and a half hours. You can't. So what they're doing, thing they're doing it wrong. They're doing everything wrong, and uh, and it's pissing me off. But th- to add insult to injury, these players are uh, and the well the owners we all, have always been greedy. Mm-hmm. We know that. So you're shaming they're, they're the owners. owners. They're yeah. billionaires and millionaires because they're because they're greedy. Yeah. But the players have become assholes about the money. They have. They're fighting, fighting, fighting. million a year, $30 million a year, what, Mm -hmm. to play baseball? Are you kidding me? And it's starting to make me, at least me and many others, resent them. I resent the players. Mm -hmm. And it's not
2: that they've gotten better at the game. Yeah, but you got to also resent the owners. I mean,
0: the greed is on both sides of it. But the owners have always owned and been rich.
2: Yeah, and the players are looking at it and going, this is how much revenue is coming in. We want our fair share. Either way, they're both making gobs and gobs of money, and I keep hearing the other argument, which is, "Well, look at the you know the minimum salary." Yeah, and I go, yeah, it's still a lot of fucking money. It is four hundred and seventy five thousand dollars a year, is still a lot of money. And they're going to lose. I their- don't give a fuck. You're not get bringing tears to my face over four hundred and seventy five <laughs> thousand dollars a year.
0: Lose a whole generation of baseball fans by not. And, and what they got to do is, I think they got to take some of that money if baseball really wants to self. Perpetuate, Mm -hmm. take that money and put it into leagues and kids, you know, actual uniforms and gloves and bats for so everybody can play. There's nothing we can do about the weather, but they could have indoor baseball. Mm -hmm. They have it for the major leagues. If you had an indoor baseball stadium and you could play games in it, kids would play all winter Mm -hmm. and uh, they're messing it up. And I love baseball and it's too bad, but they're all stupid, every single one of them, and greedy. they piss me off, and they don't finish their games.
1: As a spectator sport, and as a spectator, there was a time before all the big money came in that you got to know the personality of these people and they were normal people that with a lot of talent. And
0: they were on your team for more than just three years before they became a free agent. That's and the I other like
1: thing. that. You know, you could, then you could root for the team and there was a certain culture yep. for the Red Sox or for whatever team that you liked. There, right. was a, there was a reason to like them.
0: And you could really hook on to them and be loyal to them. Like okay, The Pittsburgh Pirates have always been a, a kind of a crappy franchise with, with minor uh differences seventy one you know and so on sixty
2: and seventy nine
0: so, yeah they had m- moments where all of a sudden they 're okay they 're good again but they had a personality. They had, you know, Manny Sanguin. They had Dave Cash, Freddie We are Potem. family pirates. They had Willie Stargell, Roberto Clemente, Matty Alou. You knew the players on the team, and you you liked the the the, the makeup. Of the same with the Tigers. Same with the, You could relate to them nowadays. You don't know oh, that guy. Three, two years ago, he's on this team, and they're moving around all the time. And it's the same thing
2: in basketball. It you can't build a loyalty for a team. Well, in basketball, it's you're starting. I think hopefully maybe see it trend back the other way a little bit where some of these stars are staying even in small markets. Look at Giannis staying in Milwaukee. Uh yeah. you know, it, it, it might start to trend I back so. a little bit I the other so. way because you, know, you can if you stay in that one market, you can make a ton of it's money. Part of the sport. for the rest of your life. The allure of the sport is to either hate the bad, you know, the,
0: the bad boy Detroit Pistons, or or love this team or whatever because of the people that are on it. Yeah. When they keep changing, look at the Lakers. All the Laker personnel changes. You know, when they, when they go out, they get LeBron and they get Westbrook and all these. I, mean, I said, ah. uh, excuse me, Westbrook.
2: Oh, <laughs> West Brick. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Come on. See, that rolls right into my shame. No, no. Thank you, Mike. Shame you are it, Mike. a fucking genius broadcaster. That's right. I want to shame you, Russell Westbrook. Don't go to the fans in the meeting and go, oh, Stop calling me Westbrook. It hurts me and my family's feeling <laughs> Stop. Do you know what's going to happen? Are you fucking dumb? <laughs> Anytime you go and complain that, everyone's going to go, Oh, yeah? Oh, you think that's bad? All right. Westbrook, and they're just going to do it forever right. and ever and ever, and then they're going to come up with even more creative ones yep. <laughs> and meaner ones. Right, you bitch. Once yep. you know, you shouldn't have complained. Yeah. Once you know, it
0: bothers somebody. You know, we did that with Howard Green on my TV show. Yeah. One day, if Eric Evangelista, sub, you know, uh, lower third graphic says Howard Green, Sports World Chubwort. <laughs> and he. And I don't know why, but Howard reacted so negatively to that. After the show, he comes up to us and he says, "You guys, listen. I can, I can take a joke. You know, I, I you know I got a good sense of humor. But don't call me Chuboard." <laughs> uh, bingo. So we knew the next the next night that that was going to be the, the theme of the show. Mm-hmm. And he came out at the beginning of the show, and, and then Eric's in my ear. He says, "Call him Ward right now start the show." <laughs> I go. So, Howard, how you doing there, Chubb Wart? You know, on TV, right? So he gets really pissed, turns all beet red. For some reason, maybe he, I don't think he was ever fat. Nope. But something in that triggered him. And then, of course, that's where you pray. You pray
1: on someone when you find out their, where their Achilles heel is. So shame on the Chubb I thought it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. Watching, up uh, you know that occasionally I'll stroll by the TV and the Real Housewives of something will be on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Real Housewives of whoever gives a fuck. Yeah, so I'm standing there watching from a distance and they're all, they've all got their makeup on and their glamorous dresses. And they've decided they're going to go out and eat. So they're at this shishi restaurant. I think it's in Beverly Hills. And they're all having a great time. They're laughing and <laughs> rattling their jewelry. And uh, I see the waitstaff come up. And the waitstaff is Masked, but the guests are not. And it's, I saw this thing, and it just seemed like these are the people who would preach to us that we'd better put our masks on. Well, sure, you're... you didn't know this? Uh, well, COVID's much worse when you're standing and
2: walking around as opposed to sitting still. Yeah, it's amazing. That's why it's its science, it
0: is. Did we get played on this whole Chinese thing? Of course, we did because. It, when they sent this thing, okay, it's contagious and all that, but the, but the, the build up in this country, CNN in the bottom left hand side of the screen had the the death toll, mm-hmm. and it kept clicking. It's like oh, yeah. watching it, you know. Why would they do that? Why would they show how many
1: people are dead today just to cheer you up to keep you scared so you'd go get the shot? And it, there's a headline today or it was yesterday that the big pharma, I think Moderna gave billions of dollars to all the media companies, and they all took the money to advertise these ads for getting the shot. Get yeah, the shot! Get right, the shot! Right. It, of course. Was, it was everywhere all the time. Sure get was. the shot! Get the shot! Then they would demonize you if you didn't get one. Right. And, uh, and, and people were still getting it that had the shot. Still getting and so it. So that's and where the confusion was. Athletes get a booster shot and drop dead on the field. I mean, and it's attributed directly to the vaccine. But they didn't talk about that. You know, we're a conspiracy theorist if you brought that up. Well, and everybody, the thing is
0: who the the shaming portion of that, which we we're shaming right now, is that you people actually thought less of you as a human being. Oh yeah, if you didn't get vaxxed. if you didn't do yep. what they thought was the right thing to do, under- wear the mask. Come about that? No, oh, the hiding.
1: mask. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> you
0: know, I mean, I'm hiding in my house. My wife says, "Why aren't you wearing your mask?" I said, "I'm in my house." She says, "Have you looked in a mirror?" Oh man, because she's funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my yeah. wife. She's very, very funny.
1: And how about, uh, how about Putin? I got one. I'm, I got for Shane Putin. Putin. Puntang? Yeah. Yep. Vlad. Vlad, Vlad. Puntang? You know, it's bad enough that he invaded a sovereign country, but <coughs> I heard Sting's song about Russia. Have you, have you heard that song? I've forgotten the uh, title of about it. About what? It's about Russia. And it's it, called, like, Russian or something like that? Uh, something like that. Funny name for a
0: song about Russia.
1: You know, what if this was done to you, and, and don't the Russians love their children, too? It's just one no, of those things. So they don't, because they sent them out to war,
2: needlessly. Man, it's amazing. So.
0: Well, you don't. Know, how, so how can no. you tell? Don't.
2: How can you tell if they love? Them? Yeah, they I heard love they eat
0: them. their babies. They could love their kids, but you wouldn't <laughs> know it because Putin's in charge, and he can take them away. Mm-hmm. Just like, just like in Vietnam, era, they were taking away our seventeen, eighteen, nineteen-year-old guys just because they could. Yep, just do it. And that's to go over to Vietnam for sake. They did sake. it
1: to Bill. I know. Bill was over there. No, I believed in it. I was in high school. Oh, you. Hold on. Raise your hand. When I was in high school, I believed all the bullshit they put on the news, and you'd be a patriotic American. Go do your duty. You know, you can go to college anytime, go take care of your military obligations. And so I did. But you did that for, the real reason you did that was because you wanted to go to Hawaii. Uh, well, no, I didn't know I was going to go to Hawaii. They gave us orders. You had your, first they ask you, I don't, I don't know if they still do it, but they say, man, if you had a choice, you know, on this piece of paper, put down three locations where you'd like to be stationed after boot camp. Yes. So I put down Jersey. Germany. No, I put down <laughs> Germany. I don't know why. I just you wrote did? It, Germany. And then I wrote, yeah. uh, okay, Boston. And then I thought, hmm, where would I like to go? Hawaii. Well, a couple of weeks later the orders come in Germany. and there it is. Boom, I'm going to yeah, Hawaii. Germany though. Huh? Was... Did you pick like Australia or something. Well, I think Hawaii, Philippines.
2: You seem like a guy who would uh
1: Hey, I got to meet. Elvis. Thoroughly enjoy the Philippines. Yeah, okay. yeah, but that was your highlight of the whole thing. I did enjoy Can the Philippines. I, oh, I'm sure you did. Hold on, I don't <laughs> want to shame anybody here, but uh, when you are <laughs> you know, when you're 19 years old and and you're a horny, young man, and you're in the military and you don't see women for a long time, you finally pull into a port. Oh, so to speak. Oh, yeah. Uh We pull into a port, and this guy was an older guy, and he says, you're coming with me. Any port in a storm. Yeah, we're going to go down, and a lot of veterans can relate to this. We're going to go down. There's a place called Shit Street. That's what they called it. We're going down to Shit Street, and I'm telling you right now. Sounds like that's what he wanted to do to you. Just to keep away from these girls, and they're in trouble. You know, you don't want to. Shame on you. Oh, man. Sorry. (laughs) you know how much time do we have left? Shame we- on you, Ben. You got a
2: minute 30. Okay,
0: minute 30. Let me just tell you something. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm pissed off and I'm going to shame the, the, I'm going to shame Hawaii. Oh, really? What? Yeah. The Hawaii. Why? Why? Yeah. Cuz it's small. No. Here's why. Why? Because Hawaiian music is nowhere to be found. You know, there's a, you know how many ukulele players there are out there who are starving right uh, now. It's pronounced
2: uh, ukulele. That's
0: right, not not here in America. Well, over there in the island, it is ukulele. Well, they are a state. But you know what? Here's the problem: Hawaiian music is it's weird. It's it it doesn't people don't understand it. I I used to be a big fan of Don Ho.
1: Yes, tiny bubbles and his sister. Yeah, Ho, ho. Oh, man.
0: She, <laughs> she Heidi? Was, she his, was a ho. Heidi. His
1: sister, No, oh, and
0: I, don't, I mean that in a nice way. She was a ho, yep. and everybody really, really liked her.
2: <laughs>
1: For uh, show. Sure.
0: And I'd, I'd go there, and I'd hang with the hoes. Yep. You know, I'd be like me and Don and his sister, <laughs> ho, ho. Uh, and <laughs> Chin Ho. Chin Ho from the from the Hawaii Five O yep. 0 was Chin- Cam Fong. He played the Cam Fong. No. Cam Fong played Chin Ho. That's where I get confused. Just get it straight Yeah, Yes. And Jack Lord was uh was uh, M- uh McGarrett. McGarrett. Yep. And uh Danny uh was uh, Danny O. Huh?
1: Danny O. That's what he called it. Dan O. Yeah,
0: was played by Did that you guy. Danny O.
1: Something like that.
0: <laughs> Book'em Danny O. Oh, Danny boy, the pipes, the pipe, the collie. Oh my god.